to work, go high. This song's not like any song you know, ho high. Ho high, ho high, ho high. Ho high, and welcome back to the mine. This is episode two of the Out of the Minds podcast. I'm, as always, Sean Oakley, and with me is me, Sam Cooper. And joining us today is our first guest on the series. Now, for our first guest, we we had a look at the tins and we looked at who needs the most self-help. So, yes, he's the shambles of the squadron. He's the bottom of the Burnets. It's Ryan. Good evening or good day or good morning. Who knows? Yeah, no. Awkward silence. Happy to be here. So this evening we've got two games to uh, go over for you. Uh, jumping straight in, the first game is one that Sam and I played together uh, on stream on last Tuesday. Yeah, so check out the Tin Squadron Twitch stream if you want to have a clue what we're talking about. So, jumping straight into it, uh, my list. Uh, as most often I am, I was flying Republic. And I had brought a four-ship list, three Initiative 5s and an Initiative 6. It was Oddball in the Torrent with Proton Rockets, uh, CLT Delta Plo Koon, uh, Contrail in the V-Wing with an R4, Spare Parts Canisters, the Besh configuration and Seismic Charges, and then Anakin in the ETA-2 with Marksmanship, Auto Blasters, and R7-A7, or Crit Mean Annie. My part, I was playing Separatists, uh, also pretty much what I bring, but uh, rather than the normal droid swarm I bring along, I decided to uh, join the hype train and throw a fire spray on the table. So for my... And I decided to go with the theme of uh, all the sixes, which in Separatists is two. But uh, we have... Django Fett with Lone Wolf, a Count Dooku crew, Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes, a Shield Upgrade, the Slave One title, and then the Boba Fett Gunner, because Slave One title obviously adds a gunner. And then accompanying him, I had Sunback with Ensnare and Gravitic Deflection. Okay, so when we were when we were talking about this list picking on the table, I already knew this was going to be a, a tough matchup. Um, obviously, Sam, you've got two I6s that outbid my i6 yes i'm sitting at a 12 point bid but uh yeah so everything everything you've got is moving after mine which is bad for me because most of my ships rely on repositioning to line up shots dodge arcs and also you know a lot of people think okay you're moving first get the blocks in you've got effectively an unblockable ship yeah not quite unblockable but almost almost unblockable i mean it's on. It's unblockable. Okay, I deny you a a mod, but no, it didn't deny me the mod. But effectively, most of the time, I can track the barrel roll, and it'll it'll be useful depending on where I put my arc. Yay for Nantex. Okay, so let's jump into a quick overview of what actually happened in the game. Uh, so turn zero. Um, I was quite happy with the obstacle placement. Um, we sort of got. A cluster in one corner, sort of edging towards the centre of your player edge, I think, Sam. And then one gas cloud out on the opposite corner. Yeah. So I liked that. Um, it gave me obstacles that I could dart around. Okay, I'd had to be worried about you tracking me onto the rocks, but you've got a medium base. 
the rock placement favoured both of us, just in separate areas of the of the play map. Yeah, it would all depend on whether we actually used the favourable rocks. Okay, so um, we we started off slow, both of us, um, which was fine, seeing where each other went. Um, I had three of my ships sort of heading towards Sunfak. I was hoping to to plink some damage through on him. It's less health, no shields. Yeah, it sort of went slow and then jumped forward fast with a four, I think, and then slow again. Uh, while Sunfak was sort of twiddling around. Yeah, so I'll say I think this is probably probably my first mistake because I thought that you would look at Sunfak and think. Nah, let's not mess with that. Let's kill Django because, like, the display- like you have most of your ships on the left and Django's on the right. But um, I honestly thought that because you were so fast, you would leave some fact behind and go after the fire spray. Because un- unlike uh, Bobo with his defensive rerolls, the fire the separatist fire sprays do go down to focus fire. So I sort of like played really slow with some fact, and I think. Like in most games, it, I ended up in a position that was just really bad because I was basically facing down three of your ships, and I think at that point we were about we were out of sight of range three of each other. But if like if you went slow and I went fast, chances are you were going to get shots at me if you if you pulled where I was going. Yeah. So while that was going on, um, Anakin was just sort of staying in a corner, Django edging towards him. Uh, the next turn, Anakin basically ran off to the opposite corner, trying to get away from Django. Um, I s- went slow with my ships, um, but I didn't. Fair, right? I didn't think where where Sunfak was. Um, I thought you'd end up doing a hard turn. We wouldn't quite have the engage yet, so I um, I moved on ball slowly. I turned plow. A one hard, so he was facing 90 degrees away, basically, so that he could pass off the focus that turn if he needed to. Uh, I didn't think he was going to get shot, and so he wasn't going to be shooting, and um, it freed me up to hard turn in on the next turn. Um, and Contrail had disappeared behind a rock to come round behind Sun Fak. Um, however, you didn't one hard. In fact, you went Almost the exact as opposite. Yeah, so in this situation, I thought myself, found myself thinking, hmm, there's a rock to my left. Um, I could try and duck behind it, but then Sunfax in the corner and he's going to be taking shots from two to three people next turn. I could try and turn away to the right, but then I'm running away from ships that can, I believe, only Oddball can't boost. Yes, that's yeah, that's right. It can bank boost, which does get you more distance than the Sunfax tractor boost. So I'll be chasing, and I'll get caught, and I'll find it really hard to shoot back. So I, my, I thought my only option at this point was just dive in as fast as I can and try and take the joust, but then hope to zoom past your ships the next turn, essentially. So yeah, we ended up with a, a one-on-one Oddball versus Sunfax, I think at range one. Yeah, I think that was, like, it was, quite honestly, the, the best possible outcome I could have gotten. But ironically, I, I watching it back, no damage. Yeah, no, nothing was done, uh, which, again, was also good for me. So the next turn, Anakin's still in his corner. I fly past Sunfak uh, with Oddball and, I think, Plo hard turns back up, uh, thinking, again, you'd, you'd, you'd turn here because you had the... 
the ability to rotate your turret and your tractor. Sunfat just five straighted past all of my ships. Straight towards Anakin. Yeah. I was I, I was of the mind of none of that. We got we can get Django and Sunfac against one of your ships. And in this game, that's how I would need to play it. I need to focus my fire on one of your ships. Ideally when the rest of your ships can't shoot me. Yeah, so the the next turn, um I did a system face boost with Anakin and then a purple talent, and I was trying to get behind Sunfac and try and get some of those unblockable crits through to him, because they will you know, specifically do a lot of damage to Sunfak. He's got no shields to cover them. He's only got four hull. Um, but you one-hearted, you barrel-rolled, trapped a barrel-rolled out of my arc. I tried to block Django with Plo Koon, and I was like, depending on how fast he goes, a boost is going to block or a barrel is going to block. And I thought you'd go slightly faster than you did. I think you did a two straight. And I thought you'd do at least a three to try and get in at Anakin. So I did the barrel roll instead of the boost. And I think you ended up with a range one shot yeah. Django into Plo. Uh, although I got a CLT yeah. back. Um, and I think you... Uh, I think you, I got him... I think I got plowed down to one. You, yeah, you got plowed down to one. And I think I plinked two shields off Django for that. So yeah, the next turn, Anakin... Anakin has a choice. He's got a quite obvious escape of a five straight. But it's one that I felt that um, was quite easy to call. And you could turn both your ships in on that. So I tried to outthink you, and I did a system phase barrel roll and three hard, which I thought would clear, and it didn't. Yeah, you bumped into Sunfak, I believe. And so at this point, Sunfak is like sitting directly in front of Django, and they're both facing the same way. So when um, Anakin bumps into Sunfak, I think, oh, that's all right then. Uh, and on my turn... Sunfac, I made sure that Django moved first, so he bumped into the back of Sunfac and is just facing it. Yeah. Uh, I believe at this point, your fives other than Plo have turned around and are heading back in. Uh, yes, they've done Talons. Uh, Obol had done a Talon. Um, Contrail had come around, but they were still out of range. Uh, except Plo, who had five forwarded away and boosted to try and get some force back. Yeah. So, out of curiosity, did you think I was going to drop a bomb that round, trying to catch Plo? Um, I thought it was a possibility, but I was pretty confident. Because we were so close, it was almost a bump that I'd got. I was pretty confident a five forward boost would have got me. Or certainly yeah. a five forward boost barrel roll. I had the space to do that. Yeah, actually, that's exactly why I didn't. Because I know in the stream it, it was said, oh, why didn't sound drop on? I was thinking, but for me, there was, there was no chance in hell that Plo did like a three straight or a two bank or something. Or was in range. And I was like, yeah. let's not waste the bomb on something I know is going to happen. And then, uh, yeah, you, you, you actually hard-turned Sunfak in the opposite direction to the five straight um, and managed to get Anakin range one in turret. And uh, so, yeah, two range one shots coming into Anakin. Uh, dead Anakin. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Like, managed to get a tractor taken onto Anakin and Sunfak and Django with focus fire. Yeah. That's a sad Anakin right there. Oh, yeah. So I've lost Anakin, um, and Oddball's heading in, and the other two are not. So, without going into the specific moves, um, we basically end up with Oddball engaging both your ships at the same time. Dead Oddball. Basically, you sort of ended up chasing Contrail. Yeah, I think we're, we're getting to what I would call as... I, I, I personally think it's probably my first mistake 
um, of the game of the game that I could like identify and say no, this this was silly. Because so I feel like so far my game plan has gone really well, uh, other than the obvious mistake of some faction to be in a situation where he had to, felt like he had to five straight into the jaws of death to have a chance of living. Uh, it's is your seismic charge that you drop by. Yeah, so you you chase me and over. I think, was it one turn after the next, or possibly over three turns, I dropped both Seismics and managed to plink both shields off Django. Yeah. And after this, obviously, I'm massively down on points. Um, so if this was a, a tournament game, I'd just be going for MOV. I ended up chucking both ships at Sunfac um, and managed to plink three damage through for half points. Um, and I believe I believe you took Contrail down to one health yeah, I took control into one health and dealt no damage to Plo. Uh, on the next turn, I disengaged with both ships, but because of where we were, still got shot at by both of your ships. Dead Plo, dead Contrail. That was that. Uh, that was that. Uh, final score, 237. Yeah, you got half on Sunfac, and you were one off getting half on Django. So, do you want to... Because there's less of them, do you want to do your mis- what you think your mistake or mistakes were? Yeah, so um, part of my reasoning is this was a stream game and it, there weren't any stakes, so a- aggro, 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 fighting, fighting, fighting. But when um, Contrail dropped his first seismic charge, it was next to a large rock, and I had one banked with Django in the vague, in like st- trying to pursue. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, I think Django Django doesn't have a shot. And I think Django is in range one of a seismic charge, or, uh, in range one of the rock anyway. So what I did was I, instead of like boosting away to make sure I get out or do anything like that, I was like, well, if I'm getting hit, let's at least shoot back. Uh, and so I boosted definitely into range one of the seismic charge. And effectively what I did is I just took unnecessary damage. Now, I, ha- I have to admit, from my side of the table, I didn't think it was range yeah, one. And but I'm looking back at it, and I have no idea. Like there would, we ca- it's not TTS, so we can't really go back and check it. Uh, we'd have, we'd have had to have measured it at the time. Um, but it's just like simple as just taking unnecessary risks with Django. Because if, if this were a tournament game and you were able to get half points, you could like really scupper my attempt to get MOV just because I'm trying to get shots when I don't necessarily need it. Yeah. Second mistake I didn't notice at the time, but Chris uh, uh, was able to point it out, is when you took the the double engage onto Sunfac, uh, 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 Django was just turning around uh, over a gas cloud to so have no action and only had a shot at Plo. And I managed to get into range one of both Plo and Contrail, and in my infinite wisdom, decided to put a track token onto Contrail rather than putting it onto Plo so, and then barrel rolling Plo closer to Django and having both shots on one ship. Yeah, because that would have also got you out of Plo's bullseye, because I believe he had a CLT shot. Yeah, it would have probably got out of Plo's bullseye, and there would have been two shots onto Plo, uh, who was on one hull, and potentially initiative killing, killing him. Because what I should have realised is, realistically, I could, have, I could afford to let him take a shot. But I, should, uh, but, uh, but I have kind of went for the greed mode of... Django will kill Plo Koon and then um, Sunfac will deal loads of damage to Contrail because tracked shots, blah de blah de blah. But I definitely should have taken the guarantee. Like I'll I'll say almost guaranteed kill onto Plo Koon. I feel like if both Sunfac and Django were shooting a tracked Plo, it's pretty likely to, to die. Yeah, I'd argue that 
on that engagement, you probably should have shot Plo with Django first. I believe you yes. shot Contrail first and then Plo, and yeah. Plo lived. Whereas if you'd shot Plo first with Django and it had gone the way the dice did, you would have had a follow-up shot with Sunfac into Plo. Yeah, but I, I just have a feeling that I would have been too locked in on shooting the tractor target. Oh, that's fair. So, like, the, the core mistake was not tractoring Plo and going for the guaranteed, like, really likely kill. So I think I think that's about it, realistically, because yeah, that's that's fair. Like I'm sure someone will point one out for me, but I can't think of any. I can't think of any big mistakes that I make made, because my plan kind of worked. I managed to get two v one engages on your ships quite yeah. a lot. Oh, definitely, definitely, and I think I think that links into to mine as well. Um, my, my first sort of overriding mistake was the entire engagement, really, um, and that sort of. I've I've cut that down into sort of two sub mistakes, I suppose. We very much at the start engaged on your terms. It was in the open space. Um yeah. I wanted to engage in the obstacles where I could get blocks, possibly end up blocking Django onto a rock. Um but if not, I'd have um gas clouds giving me blanks into evade. Um But that didn't happen. We we engaged in the open. Um and that was down to me basically not positioning my ships well at the start, at turn zero, and then just rushing towards the engage, getting too, uh, too trigger-happy. I should have taken more time, positioned them where I wanted them. I will say in your defence that I, it, I feel like it must have to you looked like you could have caught Sunfak on his own before Django could help. That was my hope, to be honest. But then my second sort of engagement mistake... Um, which I think was down to partly some some poor choices and some poor manoeuvre choices by me. And But we engaged quite often with a one-on-one, or in my case, a, a one-on-two. That's just not good for me. I, what I should have done was kept Plo, Contrail and Oddball almost as a mini swarm yeah. together. You know, if you're going to shoot one, you're going to take three shots back. But there we go. And then my second mistake kind of leads in from that, trying to catch... Sun fag. Uh and I think my second biggest big mistake, and you mentioned it earlier, was the target priority. And I, I was trying to trap Sunfat because he's got no shields, less hull. But I think I probably should have gone out after Django first because, as you said, it doesn't have the defensive mods that Bobber does in in Scum. And although you had a lot of passive uh, offensive mods on that one, if you're taking three shots back, you're not realistically going to Dooku a crit on your attack, are you? You're going to keep that for for defense. No, I'm going to I'm going to want to keep it for the defense. And it's like, yes, I was going to take a lot of shots that way, but that was probably unavoidable. I mean, as it was, you were shooting me anyway, and I just wasn't able to return fire. Yeah, because I mean, in my mind, you'd look at the Jango and think, oh. There's loads of points. In fact, Django, I think, is worth th- or like two and a half of your ships. It's so 115 points. Yeah. Um, and so my initial plan was like, he's gonna gun for Django, and I need to make sure Sunfak is there to pounce if he can get if he if he can catch one of the fives. Uh, as it is, it was a weirdly reversed situation. Yeah, exactly. I'd gone after Sunfak and Django was pouncing and a pouncing fire spray is never a good thing. Especially when I've got all the 
but need to be behind you mods from Slave One. Well, that's it. And so many passive mods that you, because you know you weren't getting shot at, you had the freedom to boost as much as you needed to because you know yeah. you didn't necessarily need that focus. I think I think the thing as well is like <clears throat> from the way that you guys have described the game, where you'd set up and how you'd started the game, going for Sunfac off that initial engage potentially was the correct choice for yourself sean in that in that particular moment but i think the the main mistake of and constant still trying to go for some fact even after django had engaged yeah that just exponentially added to your woes as far as this game was concerned because some fact if you catch him out early and get him off the board because nantex can melt for various reasons going for that initial right i'm going to kill some fact here and not getting anything and then having Django come in, in my opinion, what I would have done is I would have just gone, fine, massive fire spray, lots of points, let's go for it. Leave the little Nantex to do Nantex things, because it's going to be a nightmare to shoot as it is. Yeah, I think you've called it there, Ryan. You know, gone for it, but I needed to learn to, or I need to learn to switch target priority. Uh, maybe be a little less blinkered. Yeah, I mean, so... it, you, I can't fault you for hating Sun Fak. Every player who is not a Separatist player hates Sun Fak. <laughs> uh, right. Well, that about wraps it up for our game. Unless you've got anything you want to add, Sam? No, I was just, I was just going back to the initial thing. I think I, my, from my perspective, I got lucky that I, I think you tried to cover too many bases as to where Sun Fak would go. Because if, if. If in that situation, Contrail, Oddball, and Plo, or just do a two straight, Sunfact probably, like, either takes two shots or um, is not in a good spot. Because, like, as, as it was, like, Oddball did a two straight, Plo did a one hard facing away, and I landed directly in front of Oddball at an angle that I couldn't track to barrel track to boost myself forward, so I ended up tracted, and I would have been in front of just two ships tracted with a focus. Yeah. So I, I think it was because it, like your initial engagement was less about catching some fact, more about I'm going to try and cover all the possible bases rather than being like, this is where he can go. As I said earlier, I thought I had one more turn to yeah to swing it round. So, but I should I should have I should honestly I should have guessed because you and I play often enough and. You do have a tendency with the Nantex to either do a one hard barrel roll or a five straight. Yeah, it's either go fast or go home. Yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have just assumed it would be the one hard. I should have taken in the possibility of the fast move as well, and and that's why uh, I scored thirty-seven points. Uh, now we're going to hand you over to our first guest game, Ryan. Hi there. Yes. Yeah, so, um, my game was against um another tin. Funnily enough, another Burnett. Um, Ooh. in person. Um, I played against Matt. Uh, on Sunday last week, and it was a separatist versus scum affair. My list that I took to the table was ships that I'd used before. So we had a General Grievous with Impervium Plating, Outmaneuver, and Solus One, or the Unkillable Grievous, for want of a better term. Don't we just love that Grievous build? Yeah, it is the best Grievous build. Um, I then had two Petronaki Aces. Um, complementing Grievous at I-4 as well, both with Predator and a Gravitic Deflection. Nice. And then, rounding off my list, I had the I-5 Tri-Fighter, the Flak Arfok prototype, 
with Fred Traces, a stealth device, and Predator. That tailed up my list at 195 points. Matt brought to the table IG-88B and IG-88D. So the IG that gives you the free turns and free sloops. And the one that gives you the double tap on the cannons. Both of them had IG-2000, advanced sensors, and auto blasters. Oh, joy. Everyone loves that. Rounding out his list, his third ship was Cavill, the I-5 scum pilot in the Y-Wing, and he had a dorsal turret and Greedo. Cavill's ability is actually quite cool. What he can do, if he uses a non-primary attack, he gets to roll an extra dice. So his dorsal turret effectively becomes a free dice gun. That's that's nice. Something that the Y-Wing does not have. Yeah, I, li- I like that. Yeah, that's quite a little that's a, that's a little sub-50 points sort of like, hello, I'm a threat. Go on then, Ryan. Give us, a, give us a rundown of how the game went. So basically, um, I gave uh, Matt first player. Our obstacles weren't necessarily in one clump or down both sides. They were just scattered. It was quite a good random placement of the obstacles. I was quite happy with that. So we set all our ships, and then we set dials, and every single ship did a one move, whether it was a one bank or a one straight, except for my tri-fighter, which went barreling up the side with a five forward, and then a boost forward as well. That was potentially the first mistake of the game, because my stuff, the rest of my ships were then way too far back to really get in close in the next round to assist if he had turned hard in against the tri-fighter which funnily enough on the following turn he then after banking his igs to the left he then did a two hard with them bringing him back into the middle and where i'd sent my tri-fighter i ended up in front of one of the igs and cavill with a barrel roll and into the red evade i managed to escape Cavill's arc, but I was still in the arc for the IG. Everything else, my other three ships, I brought um, quite fast forward because I knew that I'd put my tri fire out on a limb. And I managed to get a couple of range free shots off. He smashed away the stealth device on my tri fire, putting it down to one hull in the first round of shooting. Um, range two shot, I had four dice and I think it was four blanks and he'd rolled three uh, three hits. Um, so I was there and I hadn't used the Fred Tracer. I'd used my normal primary um, against his Cavill I shot at because I, where his IG was, I knew it was going to be throwing free and I had no offensive mods, whereas his Cavill was range free. So it was rolling the extra green, but it was still one less than an IG. So I figured if I'm going to get hits through on either of them, it's probably going to be Cavill because he had no mods for a defense dice either, whereas the IG had advanced sensors for calculates. Um, Yeah, so the following turn, his IGs, one kind of split off to head towards Grievous, who is still coming up the flank. Um, Yeah, his his IG kind of came away from the rest of my ships and separated itself in the hope of hunting down Grievous, denying him the outmaneuvers which I really wasn't expecting. The other what IG 
turned more in towards where my Nantex were just barreling up the center to try and assist with a tri-fighter. And I, I anticipated that. And luckily, I managed to get one of my Nantex to do a uh, tractor rotate to get out of arc. But I still had the tractor shot. And the other one, I managed to tractor rotate as well, which got my, me the bullseye on that particular IG. And Cavill was th then moved in support of that IG. But where I'd barrel rolled my Nantex to the left, he didn't quite have an arc. And even with the barrel roll from his Y-Wing, it wouldn't have worked. My Tri-Fighter, having been stressed the f previous turn, I very, very, very quickly decided I needed to go forward, try and relocate myself in a better position, and then come back in. So my Tri-Fighter did the fastest blue it can do, which is a four, and then boosted round, and actually managed to get a shot into the back of the IG, which was hunting Grievous. It was around this turn, so I managed to plink a couple of shots from my Tri-Fighter into that particular IG. I think I got two shields off. His dice on that one were terrible. And then my his Cavill didn't have a shot, as I said. And then his, my, his IGs, one of them halved one of my Nantex, just straight up, range two shot, that was a Nantex. I think he'd taken one in the initial engage and or the initial engage that the Nantex were in. And then he took another two, putting him down to one hole. Um, that was the one that had the bullseye shot. And his other one managed to get a horrendous chain through on Grievous because he'd ended up range one in the front, no defensive mods, blank, blank on the evade dice. And I lost two shields and... Oh yeah, the shields were already gone, and then I lost four hull on Grievous. So that 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 made me quite sad, I must admit. Um, Grievous did put a lot of hurt into that IG though. Um, Grievous got that IG. I believe it was down to two or three hull at that point after Grievous shot it, and the other IG was just down to hull. Yeah, it was just just been knocked down to hull after the two Nantex had a pop at it. And going into this next turn, I was very, very worried about Grievous, as as you can imagine. Yeah, um, I that. I did not want to have Grievous really anywhere near anything, so he had stressed himself to get where he was, because um, he stressed power rolled into a fo well power rolled into a stressful focus i was hoping it would get him out of the arc of that ig in that previous turn but it was like pixels or well only just in um looking at how i was going to go into the next round luckily i knew that that ig that i was squared off against was stressed so all it could do was turn or go forward and i knew he was moving before grievous was so that was the turn that i decided um I was just going to ignore that one because he couldn't turn around and I was going to head straight in and focus fire with everything on the other IG, which the two Nantex were already attacking and with my Tri-Fighter coming in and around as well. His Cavill ended up getting blocked um, by one of my Nantex on that round. Sounds good. And didn't... So the way he tried to fly him, he tried to do a 4K, I believe it was, with Cavill. 
and I blocked him with my Nantex, and it was only just, it was really only just, um, like, I because I tracked barrel rolled my Nantex. If I barrel rolled middle or backwards, he would have fit. But because I barrel rolled forwards, it it just just was enough. Um, which meant that his turret was also facing the wrong way because he'd had his turret out the front, so he had no shot that round. And then, but everything else was in a good position to shoot him. His other IG had done a free hard, uh, a free talon, I should say, in a to the left, back towards his initial setup area, and I had not expected that. And so when that moved there, I very quickly re-estimated my decision of going for that IG, and I threw everything at Cavill. Um, that round, Cavill died, and the other Nantex managed to, the one that couldn't shoot Cavill, managed to plink another hull off of um, the IG that did the free talon with a random turret shot. That seems nasty. Yeah, it was, it was getting quite nasty. So, yeah, both IGs had taken a lot of damage at this point and it was I, i'm not sure which one i killed on the next round because with the 2000 being able to share their abilities it's difficult to tell which one it is but i um i managed to finish off one and he still hadn't killed a ship grievous was on one hull he'd managed to impervium plating two crits away the tri-fighter after the initial round of shooting being down on one hull was still going around on one hull Jesus. And I ha- had a Nantex on one hull as well. So this game he, basically is on a knife edge. This game is on a knife edge. Um, but his last remaining IG at that point only had four hull left. So more hull than he, your combined army. Uh, I still had a full health Nantex. Oh, okay. I had nothing destroyed. I had three ships very, very close to dying. But yeah, it, it all culminated in him doing a free Talon with the remaining IG. It was a beautifully, beautifully done Talon. He did that, and then I just kind of flew at him with my very, very damaged Nantex. And then he couldn't shoot, and I'd managed to get all of my ships behind him. Right. And I got him down to, I think it was two hull, and then I just did a one hard with the Nantex. Because I knew that if he did anything slower than a two or a three or a bank or some description, he was still going to be facing away from me. And right. because he'd just done the talon, he could not turn around again. And with my three ships that were behind him, one forwards or one banks, just to definitely make sure he was in arc. And yeah, that was that was all she wrote. That final turn, I got the bump again on IG, and everything was behind, all modded up, and just hammered away the rest of him. And yeah, the final score for that game ended up being a 200 for me against the... Um, I mean, he did manage to get a fair few points. He got 78, purely because he'd halved three of my ships. But, but half is not killed. Half is not killed, and only halved means they're all still shooting. Yeah. Like, we, 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 we talked about the game afterwards, and... Um, Matt Matt knows that um, me and Matt have discussed this and he's he said not killing the Tri-Fighter early on or getting the Nantex down to one or getting Grievous down to one and not being able to get that final bit of damage through that ruined his game for him yeah um, 
um, those ships, they'll, they'll just sit around and still be alive and still be throwing out damage. Yeah, that that was exactly how it played out. It it was actually quite brutal towards the end, where he was then losing the ability to put out the damage, which made it less likely that he was going to kill something, and everything was still shooting at him. Um, I mean, for, for myself, if, if we're to talk mistakes, my biggest mistake is throwing out my tri-fighter right at the beginning. Yeah, um, like offering it up. I literally offered up my ship and cost myself eight points. Well, wasted eight points and handed over 27 in the first engage. Um, and, I mean, throwing the tri-fire up the wing wasn't necessarily a bad idea. I just shouldn't have gone for it on the first move. Yeah, or if you had done it, do it with the others as well. So Do it with everything else throwing up like flying up the middle and all the wings covered and everybody's covering every arc. I, I think that was one of my biggest mistakes. Also, I I very nearly gave him a second player. I very nearly took first so that he couldn't Greedo me. But I'm, right. that, that, if I had done that, that would have been a massive mistake. So I'm glad I didn't do that. But yeah, throwing the Tri-Fighter in and then just thinking that it would get by on the stealth device was so naive of me. That was, yeah. Yeah, Never rely on stealth devices. No, especially on a ship that can't focus as well. Yes. Like, one calculator is good if you say only have one or two dice that you're rolling, but you're rolling four, and it's, we've all seen it, four four eyes. Like, it, yeah. it, it's never fun when you roll that with a droid. I see, I went into this game as well. I did not know, because I'd never flown against IGs before, and I didn't know what the target priority was. Right. I think, I think um, traditionally it's the double tapping one. Yeah, I kind of went into it as I'm going to shoot at anything that gets in front of me. I mean, I think that also I, works. I mean, I didn't necessarily single out one ship. And like I explained, I had like my Tri-Fighter essentially taking on one IG, Grievous taking on another, and then two Nantex essentially trying to take on whoever was in the middle. Yeah. I think to, if I had really capitalized on that game even more, I could have utilized more of my maneuverability and utilized the blocks on the petronakis a lot more i did towards the end and like i did right there in the last turn but not really getting the most benefit out of them that i could have but all in all it, it was a very good game um definitely little things to tweak and work on uh, i know matt's already got a new uh, scum list with two igs in it that he wants to try <laughs> Well, that's been a a great overview of the game and a look back at, at what you think you can improve on, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on. No, it's been my absolute pleasure. That's all from us this week. If you like what you heard, then don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with all our latest releases. We also stream live on Twitch every Tuesday evening and all of our matches are uploaded to our YouTube channel. Just search for Tin Squadron. And that way you can join us next week as we continue to drag ourselves out of the mines. So that's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. And goodbye from me too. Ta-ta.